This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to another mini-sode of Bananas. Hello, Scotty. Hello, Curdy B. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We are in the middle of screener season here in Hollywood, California. Have you gotten any, Kurt? Look, the only screeners I get, for those of you who don't know, if you're in a union like Screen Actors Guild or the Writers Guild, mm-hmm. you get screeners because people vote on them for, like, you know, SAG Awards or WGA Awards. Right. Screeners are DVDs, yeah. actual physical DVDs of movies that are up for awards or TV series. Like, you can get the boys you can get the entire season of the boys sent to your house as a dvd which is at this point the dumbest thing agreed like amazon can needs to stop sending out dvds of their shows because they all are on amazon send the link it's free just send a link we in an email the majority of us have amazon prime we can go watch your show it's so annoying, and it just like piles up and piles up. But what I love yes. is DVDs of movies that are still in the theater. I that love is a those big deal. so much. But what plays DVDs at your house? Do you have a DVD? Oh, you have kids, so maybe you have a DVD player. We bought a DVD player for yes. screener season. Got it. Got That's it. Because it. I don't have one anymore. Um, I'm, a lot of people have PlayStations and Xboxes that play them. I don't have those. So they are literally worthless. I used to send them to my parents. Yeah. You're not supposed to share them with anybody, by the way. You know, right. for those listening. They're supposed to be like private property, not to give away or whatever. Um, but there used to be like a black market. The first time I came to L.A. like 15 years ago, I literally saw somebody pop a trunk and they were trading screeners to each other like, oh, you have this one, I have this one, you have this one, I have this one. So I'm about, I have about 12 or 15 now I've, I've received. The joke in Hollywood is the first screener you get is the biggest piece of shit and the company's just trying to get you the first screener just to try to get people to watch it. Yeah. Um, this year for me, it was the thirteen. It was the rescue of the the kid, the soccer team that got stuck in the caves. I don't yeah, know. That's supposed to be very, very good. That was the first one I got this year. Yeah, people say that that's like an amazing movie. Um, I do remember one screener I watched last year that I was like, "Oh, this is a horrible movie." It was Nightmare Alley. Did you ever watch Nightmare Alley? I did watch that. It it's is very boring. It's such a bad movie. It's fascinating. Yeah, 
but it's all worth it <laughs> for the final scene of Nightmare Alley. Nightmare yeah. Alley is a terrible movie. I'm yes. not ruining anything no, by telling you of the movie. last scene, but it's Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Who's flavorless the entire movie, just tough and mean the whole movie. Tough and mean the whole movie. And then at the end, he is like completely broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, and they see like this guy, this circus guy is like essentially running a con on him that he's very aware of because he used to run the same con on other people in the circus. And uh, and he's like, hey, you know, maybe uh, maybe you'd be good for a geek. And Bradley Cooper's face when he goes, perfect for it. I was born for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it's the craziest face. It's the craziest, like, accent that he uses. Yeah. The whole movie is worth it to see Bradley Cooper. I was born for it. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a really bad joke, a wagon wheel joke. Yes. This is like, bores you into oblivion, and then there's a punchline. <laughs> It yeah. is. It's like a two and a half hour long movie just for the funniest joke right at the yes, end. Yes, that's the best. It's a beautiful, <laughs> boring movie. It's a beautiful, boring movie. By Guillermo del Toro. Um, so at the top of my hill in Echo Park, there is sort of a, a dead end. It's like a three, what's the way? A three-way intersection. So not a four-way intersection. So you can basically drive straight or you can take a left. Um and there is a really good, useful sort of stump there that for the last eight years, if I'm getting rid of something, I'll put mm-hmm. it up in a free box and it will be gone within 10 minutes, no <laughs> matter really what it cool. is. I love that. I love I that. I do it almost every day. Like uh, if there's just something that I get sent, like a promotional thing, like say it's a sweatshirt for a movie, I'll just put it up there in the box. It came in, say free, and it's gone within half an hour. Yeah. So this year I've been doing it with screeners because when I go up, I walk up to my mailbox and as soon as I get one, I just walk up the hill and I put it on this thing and I've been doing it, like I said, about 15 times and my, I like to think that it's the same person (laughs) taking each one that they are just some lonely person that walks a dog and then they found Elvis, the screener for the movie Elvis and then they came back the next day around the same time and there's the Batman. Oh, you put one at a time? You put one at a time? One at a time. And I did it today. I had to make a ran to the post office. We got a ton of bananas mail. Thank you to everybody that sends us bananas mail. Uh, And I put uh, the boys season five or whatever it's on up there and by the time I came back from the post office, it was gone. So I, it really is like 15-minute loops. But I love that it's either somebody spying through their blinds waiting for this yeah. guy just to leave a DVD fairy. I'm the DVD fairy. But I'm going to do it until until the screeners stop flowing. Just a one-for-one one with one of my neighbors. It'll probably end up on next door. It's really funny. I what In my mind, what I would like to imagine is that there is one squirrel who has the fucking coolest <laughs> nest. It is just billboard, from his perspective, just billboard-sized pictures of all the popular movies just lining his tree. That is what I'm hoping for, too. Exactly that. Okie dokie. I do have some. So we our confessions, we got so many for I'm a bad friend or only God and I know about it. But we also got this one. Okay. Before that. Okay. Based on one of our big main live feed episodes. Okay. So good morning. I just listened to the most recent pod about the longest tongue in the world. Mm-hmm. You'll recall that one. Lacasso. Lacasso. Licked a beaver, painting, very funny app. Maybe this is a confession. 
I have an experience with the shortest tongue. Oh. I don't know. Anyways, in college, I went over to a friend of a friend's dorm just to make out a little, as you do. So we're kissing. It's all good. Then he stops and goes, okay, if you want to French kiss, you're going to have to do all the work. I was like, what? He said, (laughs) my tongue is too short. It doesn't go past my mouth, so you'll have to do all the French kissing. Not going to lie, it threw me off. I would never have noticed it if he hadn't said anything. But I'm a... (laughs) But I'm a trooper, so I carried the load for both of us. The worst part was when we left the room, he was in an ROTC program, um, and all of his buddies were outside high-fiving and cheering for him. Definitely one of the weirdest make-out experiences ever. That is so... I mean, Weird. that is so funny. Okay, you're going to have to do all the work, because I have a very short I'm tongue. I'm trying to figure out... like. I'm trying to see where my tongue would stop if it didn't come out of my mouth. Like, But if your tongue can't hit your teeth, there are a lot of things you can't pronounce, like THs. Like, there's things you can't say without your, like, a long tongue. But Maybe I love can, that this yeah. person had to just say it. Like, also, calling saying it, like, French kissing, it is still so funny we call it French kissing. It's, it's very <laughs> funny that we call it French kissing, which suggests that. We were all just kissing, <laughs> just like a peck on the lips. And then people were like, no, you have to do it the French way. That yes. The French introduced it to us. And also like the French exhale with smoking. Mm-hmm. That's like where you let it drift out of your mouth and then inhale it through your nose. Um, it is so funny that the French have this this reputation worldwide. Well, yeah. Oral <laughs> specialists, the French. They're excellent at... Maybe everything. Also, like smelling, right? Isn't like that one perfume institute where it's like the four people with perfect sense of smell in the world? It's like some competitive thing where it's like we have the best sniffers in the world. The super sniffers. Um, I, in college, there was, I was an RA one year and there was another RA and she was very, very beautiful. She was a really pretty girl. And we became friendly, and we were both single. And sometimes after our staff meetings, we would do this. We would just go make out or hook up or whatever. And it was really funny. But the first time we did, um, also I say that I think there was even an understanding back then, like that we were just never going to date or end up together. So it was just very much like, hey, we're sophomores in college. Let's let's uh-huh. smooch. We love a smooch on the Bananas podcast, of course. But before or right as we started making out the first time, she goes, "I have devil horns," what? and I was like, "Say what?" <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "Here." And she took my flat palm and put it on the back of her skull, on the back of her head, and she had two points. Her skull Whoa. had points on like the back. I don't even know how to describe it, but like the crown of your head around the back. Basically, if you have a snapback hat, like right on the ends of that, there were two bony points there. Whoa. And she was like, I just want you to feel this so that you're not freaked out. Like if you felt it that, I was like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> I was like 18. I'm like, D- passes the test. <laughs> cool with me. <laughs> I, even if you had been like, I worship Satan as my Lord, I'd been like, cool, we're here. <laughs> my shirt's already off. Let's party. But yeah, she had it. And I always kind of respected her for just jumping out in front of her. You know, her short short tongue was two little points on the back of her skull. But also, I wonder, I guess, obviously, it has been an issue in the past because she's telling people about it. But, like, I don't know how often I 
do a full scalp check during a makeout session. <laughs> I don't know how. Maybe maybe you a hand through the hair, but not like hand on scalp pushing down on scalp all the way back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't use both hands to catch like like catching a water balloon. You don't catch a water balloon on the back of her head and pull her in for a kiss. Guys, if you're doing that, you're not doing it right. Don't do that. Yeah, just like, oh, yeah, that just both hands around the back, grab the horns, and now we shall kiss. <laughs> like pulling down the trunk of a car and, and closing it. It's, uh, you don't want to do it. Anyways, Carrie, Lynn, if you're out there, if there's some radical miracle, you're a bananimal. Thanks for telling me. I appreciate the heads up. It was very cool of you. I hope your life turned out great. <laughs> Here's another one. Oh, this is funny. Okay. Um, here's kind of a... Yeah, okay. When I... This is I was a bad friend because... I was okay. a bad friend because when I was in high school, I found out my bestie hooked up with a guy she knew I was talking to at a party. So I got back with her and sent her secret admirer notes. You okay. can see where this is going. Okay. This was back in 1999, before texting, and really before the internet were even a thing for ninth graders. So it was a lot of work to disguise my handwriting and oh. set up random ways to drop the notes off to her. Wow. Uh, one of the On one of the last notes, I told her to meet up with me, aka the secret admirer, at a friend's party and to wear something red so I could recognize her when we met up in the garage. The day of the party came, and we showed up. <laughs> wait, wait, time out, time out. <laughs> I love, I love ninth grader logic. Do you know what I mean? Please wear something red so I can recognize you. Like what? You've, you're the secret admirer. You're the one she doesn't know who they That's are. Right. That's you, right. You are admire this person. You know what they look like. <laughs> it's so secret. I don't even know what you look like. <laughs> so secret. I'm not even sure what you look like. God, that is so funny. Oh, boy. Um, so, wear something red so I could recognize her when we met in the garage. The day of the party came. We showed up. Uh, my Her friend and herself showed up together like we were our usual BFFs. And then she said something um, that she had to go do something, which was her going out to the garage. I lit a stink bomb and locked her in my friend's garage for over an hour. What? A person at... <laughs> It really, it really escalated yes. quickly. Yes, it did. Holy shit! This is this is like oh, this whoever's dating or married to this person now needs to be very loyal and very caring forever. I followed her to the garage. I lit a stink bomb and locked her in my friend's garage for over an hour until a person at the party heard her in the garage and finally let her out. I don't think she ever figured out what or who did that to her, but oh. I felt better. Wow. Damn. Wow. Damn. That, that is, is so good. That is the most intense uh, confession I think we've had. And that That's includes a really the person good one. who burned down someone's house in Denver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you are absolved, yes, Bananimal. I mean, that. That's also <laughs> like. With time, so this is 99, you know, all these years later, 23 years later, like, I I wish this person could be like, um, 
I didn't like that guy after the next party. Looking back, I never really had feelings for him. You know, it's like at that moment, her teenage passion was so powerful. Yeah. And she wanted that guy's attention and to be the only one and the love. And she was willing to cat early catfish, pre-internet catfish yeah. her friend. Yeah. And then torture her for an hour. <laughs> for a guy that she probably wouldn't look at twice now. <laughs> beautiful. You're absolutely it's absolved. Beautiful. That is a you fun are totally one. Totally absolved. That's an amazing one. Okay, here's another one that I, I can... do remember once because oh. I've never I don't like lit a stink bomb. I've never seen the lights, the stink bombs that require fire. Mm. But I remember what we had in Jersey was they would they were little glass capsules. Yes, they stunk. They and it was crazy how quickly they stunk because i remember i did it i had one in my hand probably in sixth grade or something yeah and i got on the bus and i immediately just like dropped it on the ground and then someone walked over it and it cracked and then immediately the whole bus like it wasn't like a smell came from a certain place it was like the moment it cracked it was like everywhere smelled bad and uh the bus driver was so like angry that she pulled over <laughs> yeah. in the middle of like driving us home not and good. was like, who did this? And I just did not say anything. And then we had to all ride with the, and I just felt so bad. I just felt so bad. It was like, it smelled so bad that everyone was upset and everyone was angry. And I just couldn't say anything because people would just be so furious. And I just yeah. sat there. I used to meet my best friend growing up at the end of the street because he would ride the bus. And my, I, we went to different schools. And so I would get out of our school sooner and carpool home. And then I'd walk up to the street where they would drop all the kids that lived in my street. And then he and I would walk back to his house and hang out. One day the bus didn't come. The bus didn't come. And I was like, oh, maybe the public schools had a holiday. Or maybe, you know, I was like, oh. And then the bus finally comes. And I'm like, he's like, dude. We were just on the side of the road for like an hour. And I was like, what happened? And he's like, someone ate the bus driver's Doritos. And they found out. And they pulled over. And they made all the kids pull their money. And then go into a highs, which is like a regional uh, 7-Eleven. And buy him a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Because this bus driver was pissed. But like somebody saw that there was a full bag of Cool Ranch. You know how kids are. They like pass the bag to the back, opened it quietly. And they're all just passing out Doritos. And the bus driver was like... Nope, no fucking way. I don't care what you miss. You are not going home. And so they pulled their money, all their loose change and stuff, oh. and bought this guy a king size bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh my God. It's so crazy when you see the human side of, yes, as a child, to see the human side of authority figures is, is terrifying uh, yeah. I, on some level, you know? I it, hope so. It is. It's like it was like that. You genuinely are like you're a human being. No, it is. Yes. It's really. It just like breaks you in some way. It's very surprising. Yeah, it is. It. I think that fear's kind of good in a way. Like I think it keep. I mean, that instance, it's like yeah, don't steal shit from people. Of course, yeah, and also like this guy's. He's like he's driving a bus. He doesn't want to. It's the last that he, all he's looking forward to is his bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> yeah, at the end it's of the day, all day long piece of shit. <laughs> kids that hates all of them but he's got his cool ranch doritos and that was a step too far yeah you know the way you're saying it i i agree and it's like a great start to a, a horror movie is they just eat the wrong guy's doritos at the wrong time and he snaps and then it is over for the rest of them it is over let's send us out on this quickie sounds good Thanks for sending these in, Bananimals, by the way. These are great. All the confessions are always so fun. This is why we love Minisodes. 
I had a ceramics class, the last period of the day in 11th grade. Um, oh my gosh, this is from the same person. Whoa. I, I didn't realize this. Wow. A second message. I had a ceramics class the last period of the day in 11th grade. The same friend that I locked in the garage had ceramics class two periods <laughs> before me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Our ceramics teacher would have uh, f- would have the students lock up their finished projects that were ready to be put in the kiln and graded in a cabinet at the back of the class. We were all able to access the other students' projects during class. There was a one-month period where I smashed my friend's project every week of the day before they were due just because I felt like it. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, we absolve this one because you're an adult, but oh, my God. That is so mean. Continually. And the person was still her friend. <laughs> Two years later, after stink bombing them out anonymously, good luck to this person's significant other in 2023. My God. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Destroying art. <laughs> Uh, destroying art that could have led that person down a career path to pursue the arts if they were great at ceramics and instead it's like I guess I'm just not doing it right they keep cracking oh my goodness you are barely absolved for the second one first one lover scorned I get it second one (laughs) you were a dickhead But thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that. That's right. Thank you for opening up. You are absolved. Yeah. Walk forward in life with that weight lifted off your banana's shoulders. Thank you guys for listening to this wonderful mini sode. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Curdy B. Bananas. <laughs> Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananas. Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.